Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this show. And on today's show, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a great question. And the question is this, and it's a good one as we kick off the new year. Can Christians make New Year's resolutions? Well, a a new year, right? That's where we're at. And uh, everybody is making New Year's resolutions. We, you know try to keep them maybe for a month or two, and uh, but especially related to our walk with God, and, and whether you've made other resolutions related to your finances, relationships, and so on and so forth, you know what? This is the time of year that uh, we are all making them. But the most important thing that we can do is, is to prioritize our walk with the Lord in this new year. Now, this is a great time of year to find a Bible reading plan, uh, to get plugged into your local church. If you're not already, to regularly attending every Sunday, getting involved in a small group if it's possible. You know, if it's not related because of your health and so on, understandable. But you know what? Uh, we're going to talk about four ways to grow in 2023, um, and we're going to focus this question, I'm going to focus my answer on this particular question on the role of the Bible, four ways that Scripture helps us to grow. Um, you know, there's gonna there's a lot of other things that I could say and answer to this question, but th- these will be four ways that will help you to uh, grow in Christ in the new year. And the first one is read your Bible. Now, whether you're, whether you're going to read all the way through the Bible, you're going to read from Genesis to Revelation or everywhere, uh, you know, or, or, you know, you're going to just read a book of the Bible. Or, you know, another good thing to do is to read the book your pastor's preaching through. And just read it through again and again and again, and, and get really comfortable, get really familiar with that uh, book of the Bible. You know, uh, the 66 books of God's Word are the inspired, inerrant, sufficient, clear, um, authoritative Word of God. It tells us who God is and what He's like. It, it, it's the only, Scripture is the only way to know God. Um, it tells us about God, and it points us from Genesis to Revelation and everywhere in between about uh, the person and the work of Christ. Uh, the Apostle Peter highlights Scripture's importance for believers when he says in 1 Peter 2, 2, like newborn babies crave spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Just as infants receive nourishment from milk that leads to their physical growth, so we receive sustenance from Scripture leading to our spiritual growth. It, so that means that we need, uh, in order to grow in Christ, we need to grow in our reading of the Word of God. 
And Paul tells us this in 2 Peter 3, 16 through 17. He says that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You see, the Bible helps us, it equips us uh, to walk and to grow in Christ. You might be sure unsure of where to start. Where do you start in the Bible? Start with the Bible. <laughs> start in Genesis. Work your way through. Um, like I mentioned earlier, read the book that your pastor is preaching through. Um, you know, scripture passages. Uh, uh, scripture is the means that God, by His Spirit, uses to help us uh, to grow to be like Christ. So whether you're, uh, you know, lots of churches, most churches, Bible-believing churches have a Bible reading plan, uh, get on that. Um, read through smaller portions of the Bible, like like the Gospels or Proverbs. Just get in the Bible. Um, these This will help you to grow in Christ. The, the more that you're reading, the more that you're inputting Scripture into your heart, into your life, uh, the more uh, that the Holy Spirit will use it. Uh, don't just stop at reading the Bible, study the Bible, dig into uh, the passages that you're reading. The main difference there is between reading, you know, you might read and, and just kind of gloss through the text. Studying helps us to slow down, it helps us to get into the text. Uh, uh, Blue Letter Bible is a great place to go. Uh, for this, uh, to dig into the text a bit more. Uh, they have a number of great resources there, and um, so do that. Now, along with uh, reading the Bible and studying the Bible, make it your goal to meditate on the Bible. When we talk about biblical meditation, uh, we're talking about not emptying your mind, but filling your mind with the Word of God. Unlike reading news articles on social media, uh, which we tend to set aside, quickly forget that information, the Bible is authoritative. It is sufficient for our lives. We're supposed to mull over again and again and again the Word of God um, it's so that it can bring uh, transformation to our lives. Psalm 1, 1 through 3 says, uh, describes the person whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his day, uh, law, uh, meditates on the law day and night. This person, uh, the psalmist says, is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. And so, me biblical meditation. Uh, filling your mind and your heart with the Word of God is life-giving and it's life-transforming. That is that you're supposed to meditate on the Bible again and again and again. Um, another aid to uh, biblical meditation is listening to it while you work, while you drive, while you do housework, you exercise, you get ready to sleep, and on and on. Often hearing Scripture results and in insights that might not have occurred to you while you read it. I listen to the Bible as I get ready for work every single day. Uh, it helps. Uh, in a, say uh, I, I'm preparing a podcast to record. Uh, we're doing Psalms right now on this podcast. So in the morning, I'll be uh, before I'm recording, I'll, I'll listen to that passage and very often 
this is what happens. The Holy Spirit will uh, help me and, and give me, uh, you know, through my study of the Word. We're not minimizing study, but He illuminates the Word to us. And uh, so uh, very often I'll, I'll get a, a, maybe a, a certain passage will stick out even more in my heart and mind as I'm listening to it read. Now, I, I listen to the Bible through the ESV Bible app. I encourage you to read the, the English Standard Version of the Bible, the, the 1995 NESB or the New King James Translation. Those are all good. The Legacy Standard Bible is another good one. These are what we call dynamic equivalent translations, um, meaning that they, they do a really good job of translating the Greek and the Hebrew, and they are trustworthy and reliable. Now, we talked a little bit about studying the Bible previously um, in, in, in the first part, but we're, we're going to dive in uh, to this a little bit more. Uh, church leader Gregory the Great said centuries ago, Scripture is like a river, broad and deep, shallow enough uh, here for the lamb to go wading, but deep enough for the elephant to swim. You know, the Bible was written in three primary languages, uh, uh, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Koine and Greek. These people lived in very t- different times and places than we do. And just as we may travel to a foreign country today and have only a basic grasp of what's happening around us, the Bible itself is a very foreign uh, country in a sense, and we need a knowledgeable guide to help us navigate through it. Uh, when Philip the evangelist met the Ethiopian official in Acts 8 who was reading the book of Isaiah, Philip asked him in Acts 8.31, do you understand what you're reading? And the man replied, how can I unless someone explains it to me? We can all relate this to this question when it comes to understanding Scripture. This is where good uh, study Bibles, I recommend the ESV study Bible, uh, dictionaries, encyclopedias, commentaries, they uh, provide a, a lot of insight and understanding into uh, to, to Scripture. Uh, we have on our website, we have um, issues of our magazine with you know lots of good resources for you. Uh, you can just go to any of them and go to the recommended reading. We have multiple issues on uh, on on biblical interpretation and scripture, and there you'll find some good recommendations to start. Uh, another good uh, recommended list to check out is uh, the the commentaries, the recommended commentaries. You can type this in. Uh, by Ligonier, and they have um, they explain which books are are good and why. Um, now, accurately understanding the teaching of the Bible, it will allow you to move beyond the milk of of introductory ideas to the solid food of deeper, more mature faith, like Hebrews thirteen through fourteen says. Now, uh, going back to the to the earlier remark that I made about commentaries, if you have a question about whether a commentary is a good one or not. Uh, you can email me at dave at servantsofgrace.org, or if you're looking for a good introduction to the Old or the New Testament, um, I have lots of good recommendations, depending on where you're at um, in your walk with God and those types of things. So don't hesitate to email me for those types of things or book recommendations, dave at servantsofgrace.org. So we need to get into the Bible to study it, uh, because it helps us. It helps us to understand more of the <laughs> the cultural background, and those kind of things add to our understanding of Scripture, because you might read a passage and be like, oh, okay, so that would, that's what it means. 
But as you study it, you realize, oh, I missed this cultural background and what was happening in, in, for example, much of the Gospels. If you don't understand the cultural background, you're going to miss so much um, about this. So this is why we need to study the Bible, so we can do what Second Peter uh, 2.15 says and rightly handle the Word of God. Uh, fourth point, uh, grow this year by reading trustworthy uh, Christian authors and leaders. I, I cannot, uh, both from the past and the present, I can't emphasize this enough today. Uh, so much uh, current published content, both on the internet and um, and in books today, is totally not trustworthy. And let's be clear about something. It matters where you should be care about the the kind of content that you're getting. You should ask questions. Where did this person go to school? What's this person's experience in ministry? Do they are they in a local church? Are they serving in a local church? These kind of questions matter. Do they have accountability, or are they just some lone ranger? I, I remember having one conversation with a family friend and asking him because it was clear that he was reading and listening to content that wasn't good for his soul. It wasn't helping him to grow. It was hindering his walk with God. And I asked him, where are you reading? Where are you listening to content? Well, I'm just reading to some guy with a blog. Well, let me ask you a question. What is his education? Did he go to seminary? What What is his, where does he go to church? And and he quickly realized where this was headed. And and he, and, he, and he asked me a number of the same questions, and I was able to answer him. Well, he knew where I went to church, but this, this, these kind of questions, they, they help us. Um, we, as, as Christians, we are to be part of the local church. Uh, this ministry, Servants of Grace, exists to be a resource to the local church. We're not aiming to take you away from the church, and we want to encourage you to get in the Bible, to read it, to study it uh, personally and corporately, um, and, and to get involved in your local church. Uh, Proverbs exhorts us to walk with the wise and to become wise in Proverbs 13.20. And so as we listen to voices of wisdom, we can benefit from hard-won insights of Christian leaders, teachers, and pastors. But we need to be clear that they need to be trustworthy. They need to be trustworthy. Um, so, you know, these the by trustworthy, I mean they need to adhere to the scriptures. They need to adhere to sound uh, theology. That is why here at Servants of Grace, we're so careful about, um, especially on Equip You and Grace, about who comes on and who I interview and and those kind of things, because we want to be a trustworthy resource for you. We want to provide good biblical uh, theological resources, which is why I, I want to encourage you as well, in addition to uh, the preaching of your local church, to avail yourself of the resources that we have. We have over 7,000 of pieces of content from articles to podcasts to magazines. Um, there's a lot there. We have over almost 30 issues of our magazine on a variety of topics and hundreds of thousands of articles and podcasts, episodes like this one that you're listening to. So this, this New Year's, determined to read the Bible, to study the Bible, to meditate on the Bible, but but not just to not just for the purpose of filling your, your mind with more information, but to take it home into your heart, into your life, so that you're growing in Christ. You're not just looking at the mirror and then walking away, but that you're, you're looking in the mirror and looking to Christ in the Word. And, and this is how the Spirit is going to take the Word that you hear, 
uh, that you read, that you study, that you meditate on, and that you memorize. And he's going to take it home more into your heart and into your life and, uh, and apply it by the work of the Spirit into your life. But, but it's not just these things that are personally that are important, but it, it's corporately important. This is why being under the ministry of the Word uh, every Sunday is so vital for your spiritual health and growth. And why I said also, in addition to those individual components of your spiritual life, why it's so important to be under the ministry of the Word week after week, Sunday after Sunday. This is God's principal means that He uses to help you grow in Christ, to equip you, to serve Him, and and so much more. You know, all of us are seeking in this new year, or should be seeking this new year, to grow in our walk with God. Making New Year's resolutions are is a good thing. It's a good thing uh, to have uh, resolutions. But we need to be clear. These resolutions need to have the right motive. Our motive should be to grow in Christ. Uh, even even the motive to improve one's health, if it's devoid of, of an understanding and just for self-improvement, it can turn quickly into vanity and grasping for the wind. It can be all about me and what I want to do. These are not the purpose of resolutions. This is not the purpose of spiritual growth. The purpose of spiritual growth, of growing in Christ, is to become more like Christ in all of life. This, these things should delight our hearts and delight our soul, and we should pursue these things to honor Christ and to grow to be more like Him. Well, friends, I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.